Welcome to episode 328 of Crack the Customer Code, where great experiences don't grow on decision trees. Jeannie. Yes, sir. I just want to let you know that request you sent me earlier, it's no problem. Excellent. <laughs> no problem at all. <clears throat> I'm not sure why it would be a problem. <laughs> so <laughs> saying no problem lets me know that it was a problem when I didn't think it was. yes exactly and that's what we're going to talk about today no problem oh i was going to say being a problem (laughs) yeah that's uh, yeah you know what else Jeannie? let me just tell you it's not my department okay it's no problem i'll take care of this whole podcast (laughs) yeah very much so it's no problem for me to take care of it for you but i do want to let you know it's not my department so i'm really (laughs) doing this for you Oh, yes. Today we're diving into phrases that yep. are like nails on a chalkboard for customer service. Or just bad choices. Just bad uh, choices. There are better choices in many cases. So um, Jeannie came up with this topic because she's been really trying to work on her vocabulary <laughs> and her customer service language. So I said, yes. let's dig it. No, but, but uh, you know, th- one of the things with this is... With language, it's really challenging to change language. And Mm -hmm. I think people that do what I do, particularly in the training side of it, underestimate how hard it is to change somebody's verbal tics and habits. Yeah. Uh, So one of the things is really, you you have to start with awareness, which is what this episode is about. We're going to make people aware who may not be of certain phrases that uh, could be uh, better chosen. <laughs> I'm trying to be diplomatic. So you got to use language like that. Uh, but you know, it's really tough to do, especially in a verbal context, right? Especially when you're reacting and in, a- interacting in real time. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we're going to talk about at the end of this episode is how you can go about changing language. But first let's get into the list of, I don't know, what do you, we should have came up with like a clever name, like, I don't know, bad freaking, I don't know. Terrible phrases or something. I don't know. The, the, you know, the killer phrases or something. Yeah. Yeah. Creative, Jeannie. Come on. What are you doing here? <laughs> well, the one that I brought up that really got me thinking about this is lately, there's this habit I've noticed, trend, whatever you want to call it, where I say thank you to somebody and they respond, no problem. And it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy because just like we pointed out, Saying thank you to somebody isn't saying, sorry about the problem (laughs) that I caused you. (laughs) Uh, And so I just think it's it's one of those things that I hear a lot of places now. And I think it's just become kind of part of the vocabulary of a lot of people. And they don't realize how it might sound to somebody. Absolutely. There's two lessons here. You know, our buddy John DeJulius, he actually has a, a phrase he's been using forever called no problem is a problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. Basically. And the other thing, and you can learn this in my course, how to deal with difficult customers.com. Uh, you can see from Jeannie's relaying this anecdote that certain customers can be very challenging to work with and they have <laughs> they, and they are easily triggered by just the simplest of phrases. And if you want to learn more about how to work with challenging customers like Jeannie, once oh again, goodness. please go to how to deal with difficult customers.com. But Keep listening. I'll, I'll stop him from doing that. <laughs> I know. But seriously, you know, 
Yeah, no problems. Good one. And, but that's actually true. You know, I'm joking around with you, but it really is true that some of these phrases really are hot buttons for people. They're like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, something that I know sets people off all the time is like, well, to be honest with you, well, right. what, what right. were you for the last 10 minutes? Yep. That's exactly right. That's <laughs> and, cool. and Right. And it doesn't mean that they were dishonest for the last 10 minutes. It's just a phrase that people use, right? It's like mm-hmm. a phrase that like, okay, this is something that somewhere, you know, uh, that's you know that's sort of the message. Somebody somebody would expect me to lie about this, but I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. You now we've hit this topic. I mean, that's really what that message is supposed to say, but it's just a horrible phrase. Yeah. Um, and so the other one we talked about was uh, not my department or not my job, especially mm-hmm. if that's like just how you leave it. That's a that's so that's what is really bad. Sorry, that's not my department. Right. Right. <laughs> dead dead <laughs> silence. Right. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck fun. with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It happens more than you think, though, right? Oh, totally. Well, especially if if employees are kind of punished <laughs> for stepping over and trying to help a customer that is in a way that might be out of their perfect job description, then they're going to start saying things like that because they don't want to be, uh, you know, traumatized by trying to help somebody. So they've learned to say, oh, I've got to take my hands off of this one. I have nothing to do with this. I'm going to back away because I don't want to lose my job or get yelled at or whatever it is. So I think that's part of this too, is what behaviors are leading to these phrases? How are you actually designing the experience and educating your employees who deliver it so that they are not put in positions to say things like, you know, not my department, not my job, uh, and I, there are so many like this. And one of the things that, uh, I thought was really interesting when I worked in fundraising was some people train to say to the people they're trying to get money from, um, what can I put you down for? And one of my managers said, isn't that a terrible thing to say to people? Like, we're not putting anyone down. (laughs) (laughs) And it's one of those phrases, again, that you don't necessarily think about it, but it could be heard or misinterpreted in these different ways. So awareness of it, to your point, is not just about these specific phrases. It's about really thinking, wow, did I say that in the right way? Is there a better way to say that? Can I invite somebody into this conversation a little bit more? Uh, One of my favorite professors said something that has totally changed the way I talk, which is should is a judgment. So think about that word should. So instead of saying to somebody what you should do or what you should have done is X, Y, Z, as human beings, we hear that as a judgment because it is. Exactly. So we need to make sure that when people are talking to customers, that they're aware of things like that, that they just might not be aware of, or it might just be the way they talk, which again, to your point, is not always easy to overcome. But if we understand what that actually does to somebody, we can then change our own behavior and connect those dots a little bit better. Yep. Here, let me tell you about, I'll I'll give you a little secret from the course here. One of the biggest most common phrases or uh, words, technically, it's just a word that people use that is such a bad word if used (laughs) incorrectly is but. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because almost always in our, at least in English and particularly American English, but means bad news. It means I would love to blank, but here's what you really are going to hear. And what 
what we hear is the end of the butt. No one hears the beginning of the butt. Right. Right. Okay. What you hear is, but I'm unable to help you, but Mm -hmm. my hands are tied, but it's not my department, whatever that is. So one of the key things, and this is very challenging because it goes against our, you know, years of programming and how we speak just as humans, all of us is to switch it. Mm -hmm. The positive should be at the end of the butt. Okay, what you're going to do, because that's what they're going to hear. They're used to hearing, but here's the bad news. Mm-hmm. So the key is to try to reverse it and say, but here's the good news. Right. Okay. Right. In other words, well, that's not really my department, but I'm going to do everything I can to help you. Mm-hmm. Right. Just that flip is amazing. Or the uh, improv technique of yes and, where you say, yes, that happened and here's what we're going to do about it or, and I will try to help you the best I can. Um, Because that can really make a difference too. And it's a, it's a way to, you, you kind of force yourself to frame it in a positive way too. No, absolutely. For sure. So basically we're saying take an improv class. class. (laughs) Everybody should take an improv class. Improv is actually a very, very good for a lot of different things. I agree. Um, I wouldn't say it's the core basis you need for customer service necessarily. I it think helps you're, though. You're going to have a lot of holes in your game. I think once you have a, you know, a, a pretty solid, like high intermediate foundation, it could come in handy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there, you might have just a few gaps like, uh, well, the bananas in the tailpipe. Okay. I, I don't I, I ordered a toaster and it's late. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> And if you're um, old enough to remember that reference, I was going to say, well, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, that's that's Very a good nice. one. Uh, <laughs> so so I think one of the things that um, I've seen in different contact centers, particularly, which I think can be really effective, is asking for kind of the peers in the group, just pulling everybody aside and saying, what's working for you in this situation? And usually somebody's figured out a better way to say something. Um, and so sharing that with at that peer level can be very, very effective. No, absolutely. And, you know, having listening to your, uh, especially if you have that ca- technological capability, like at a contact center, you know, listening to your calls, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we will both admit uh, that one of the most painful things Jeannie or I have ever done was listening to our early podcast episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a miracle we're still here with you. Let's just say that. <laughs> okay. Um, and I've only gotten worse. But for JD, it's been very instructive. She actually <laughs> learned from it. So it's great. Uh, but no, ser- I mean, seriously, listen, listening to yourself can be really helpful. And I'll, so I'll, I'll give the tip. Are we wrapping up here, Jeannie? Yeah, go for okay. it. So here's a tip. Uh, First of all, self-awareness, to Jeannie's point, listening to yourself, talking to others about what's working. But when you find out what your tick is, when you're aware of these things and you start going, oh, wow, I just said it's not my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I just said no seven times in a row. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, put it on a post-it note, put it on an index card, put it on something. Uh, and in some cases, you may want to put down the opposite. And this is a key. In other words, if it's no, then you may want to put down the word yes, because you don't want to see the thing you're trying. You're going to focus on what you're trying not to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so figure out what the opposite, say, figure out the, what the replacement phrase is or the replacement approach is and put that somewhere and just focus on one thing. If you try to, 
eliminate like seven different verbal habits at once, you're not going to eliminate any of them. Focus on, focus on one at a time, really find the one uh, that you think's the worst or that you use the most and work on that. Well, and I think the putting the opposite is really, really important. I think it's making sure that you know what you should be saying. Should, there I go. I'm judging. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, What you could be saying, (laughs) that would be more positive. Uh, That would be a better experience for everybody, making sure that that's really front and center for you. I've also seen, uh, you know, little hash marks, like if you can catch yourself doing it. It's just like in public speaking, when you want to get over those ticks around um or like or the filler words, sometimes you have to like kind of slap your thigh every time you say it just to be aware that you're doing it or have somebody else do that for you. The awareness is a big, big part of it because some of these things are really ingrained and we don't even realize we're doing them. So having that awareness and the opposite of what it what it could be. There you go. I stopped myself. Uh, (laughs) Then uh, that can be a big part of making the experience better for your customers. And that's what we're all about, Adam. We are all about that. And to wrap up, I will do a shameless plug here. (laughs) But I do want to say, and Jeannie can back me up on this. Jeannie did come up with this topic. This was not a segue into my course, but I will say I actually do have a lesson on this. And we get into a lot more phrases that you should or could choose (laughs) not to use if you so choose. Um, And we also talk about how to change language and some other techniques for actually working new language into your life and your customer service repertoire. So uh, how to deal with difficult customers.com. Feel free to check it out. And Jeannie, take us away. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening to Crack the Customer Code. We are a proud member of the C-Suite Radio family. If you like C-Suite Radio, check out C-Suite TV at c-suitetv.com for all sorts of business content for C-Suite leaders and entrepreneurs. I am Jeannie Walters, and you can learn more about me and find all sorts of customer experience resources at cxcontent.com. And I'm Adam DeBork, and you can learn more about me and our customer service workshops and our virtual training at CustomerSetStick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.